It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, Gronk here, calling a 30-second hair huddle. When it comes to tackling hair loss, Hims has you covered. From clinically proven regrowth treatments to thickening shampoo and conditioner. Just go to 4 for a free consultation. Then a licensed medical provider can help you with your game plan. If prescribed, Hims ships directly to your door. Get your hair back in the game with Hims. Try today and get a 90-day money-back guarantee at 4 Just go to 4 slash NFL. That's 4 slash NFL. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sforpros.com for details. Discount applies to contractor pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. You are Locked On Packers, your daily podcast on the Green Bay Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are Locked On Packers. Hello, this is Bill Huber, the publisher of PackerReport.com, part of the Scout.com and CBS Sports.com networks. In a quiet day for Packers free agency, changes a bit here on Thursday morning, not for the Packers, but the Minnesota Vikings have signed a running back Latavius Murray, who I really thought... The longer Murray stayed in free agency, the more I thought, you know what, the Packers could take a shot at this. Obviously, I was wrong. Murray, a sixth-round pick in 2013, a guy I really liked back then because he was the Green Bay mold of a guy who can run and catch. 2,278 yards and 20 touchdowns in his four seasons, including 788 yards and a career-high 12 touchdowns for the Raiders last year. So the Raiders have their running back, which means they don't have Adrian Peterson. It'll be interesting to see where Peterson's landing spot is. The Packers obviously need a running back to match with Montgomery. I just wonder, Peterson is 32 and coming off of two season-ending injuries in three years. And he didn't do anything at all last year. Um, and Jamal Charles is the other big name out there. And he's got coming off of back-to-back season-ending injuries, and he's 30. Um, I just think Peterson's a lousy fit for Green Bay. So I don't see that happening. Um, Charles, I know NFL Network reported that Green Bay could be a possible landing spot for, landing spot for Charles. I got a lot of uh, people talking about that on Twitter with me. I did some digging in that. Nothing. There's nothing going on there. Um, I think it makes sense. for me If you're connecting dots, it makes sense. Look, the Packers need running back. The Packers like running backs who can catch. Um, Jamal Charles is a talented running back who can catch. But really, the dot connecting stops and ends with those things. The Packers at this point haven't expressed interest. Look, he's he's 30 years old with a torn ACL in 2015 and then lingering knee issues in 2016. So I think he's played a total of eight games the last two seasons. I mean, that's just not a... doesn't strike you as a Green Bay kind of guy. No, if, if he stays out there for... A few more days and the asking price goes down. Maybe things change, but at this point, I'm not seeing either of these guys being an option, and that makes me think that they're going to go into the draft. That's a really good draft class of running backs. They're going to go into this draft looking for a running back, which is all well and good because 
A, you get a running back with a lot less mileage. Look, Charles has about, he's got about 1,600 career touches between rushes and receptions. Obviously, Peterson's got a lot of wear and tear, so you, you, you get a younger player, a cheaper player, and a player with a lot less mileage on him by getting your running back in the draft rather than free agency. So from that perspective, it makes total sense if you're Green Bay to say, yeah, we'll wait till April to get our running back. But by that same token, again, I feel like I keep sitting every podcast, but you've just created holes on your roster by not re-signing Eddie Lacy. And again, we talked about this yesterday, that I understand why they didn't do it. But now you have another hole you got to fill. And on a, on a defense that needs players, you're not helping your defense by now forcing yourself to have to go draft a guard and a running back. But that's where they are. It's a terrific class of running backs. A lot of a lot of bigger guys who can catch. Who that should, that should fit the Packers mold. I mean, there's not a whole lot of those 230 pound guys, 225 that the Packers really like. But I think they will go into this draft class really liking what they see as far as guys who can run and who are proven pass catchers. So again, the big news from the morning: Latavius Murray to the Vikings, and that pretty much guarantees that Adrian Peterson's days in purple are over. Meanwhile, Packers tight end Jared Cook, former Packers tight end Jared Cook, still remains a free agent. He has visited Seattle, Minnesota, and now he's on his way to Oakland for a visit. And I think the feeling um, is that these Cook search is going to end here with a, with a signing in Oakland. And then when, once that happens, that will be seven key players who have left the team this season, offseason, Let's see if I can get them all remembered here. It's like a, uh, a challenge. I don't have notes on this. Let's see if I can get them all right. Because I did it on Twitter. Let's see. Offense. You got TJ Lang, JC Treader, Eddie Lacy, Jared Cook. Defense. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I am going to do it. You've, you've got <laughs> Micah Hyde, Julius Peppers, and Dayton Jones. Success. I got all seven of them correct. So once Cook signs... Presumably with the Raiders, that will be seven free agents out the door. One free agent signed to put them at Packers at a net loss of six players. All of them are uh, up for compensatory picks, but the NFL rules say you only get to have four. And you don't get to like add them up. I mean, if you get two lesser players, you don't get to add them up. So basically, it's your top four players lost. And nothing else matters. And that would be, at this point, TJ Lang is... Going to be possibly a three if he plays, if he starts all 16 games next year, or 15 maybe. I would think the Packers will get a three for him. Hyde and Shredder are fives. Um, Dayton Jones would be a six. Julius Peppers would be a six. Eddie Lacy probably a six as well. So if you're Green Bay, you're really cheering for Jared Cook. To make some serious coin here, so you get an extra fifth round draft pick out of this deal. So that, I think that's the hope for Green Bay because Green Bay is going to lose a pick with Martellus Bennett. Bennett is Bennett's money screams fourth round pick. If T.J. Lang would remain a fourth round pick um, when this is all determined um, next offseason, Green Bay would lose the pick for Lang. So all these guys are losing would be nothing but fifth and sixth round picks, which isn't very exciting if you're Ted Thompson. If Lang becomes a three. Um, at least you get one major pick, and then 
you, know, you hope Cook's a fifth rounder rather than a sixth, and you get three fifths. So I think Green Bay's best case right now is a third and three fifths. Um, let's see what happens here. Um, obviously, you got you got to hope Lang um, has a good year and plays all year, and Cook gets a good offer here from Oakland rather than pushing him down into that sixth round range as well. And one last thing, the Packers at this point. Well, let's let's actually back up a second. Last night at PackerReport.com, I did a story on, on available salary cap space, and I went to the NFLPA's website. Twenty-seven million, basically seven hundred and six thousand. Twenty-seven million, seven hundred six thousand. That's out of date now. Um, the Packers see the NFLPA updates their cap website um, as they process each player contract. Well, obviously they process some contracts overnight. And now Green Bay is down to $26,649,000. I'm not sure where they lost $1.1 million of cap space overnight. I know they signed Jordan Tripp, the linebacker. Um, Aaron, um, Joe Carriage, the fullback. But I'm not sure where those guys would have taken up $1.1 million of cap space. Combined they would have, but at this time of year... The NFLPA counts only the top 51 contracts. Obviously, it'd be hard to get under the cap with a 90-man roster. So this time of year, it's the top 51. And Green Bay is at 58. So I'm not sure where they lost $1.1 million, but they did. So again, the Packers are at $26,649,000 of cap space. And that would rank 11th. They were 10th last night, 11th now. It's a lot of money. Why do they have so much money unspent? I, I, it's because, and I'm going to write a story about this at Packer Report here once uh, I get the kids off to school. But it's because Thompson, as he does, and this is why the Packers are always in good shape cap-wise, he's got one eye on next year already. You remember the 2013 draft class, those guys are all gone other than Bakhtiari. I mean, with Lacey's gone, Hyde's gone, Dayton Jones are gone. All those guys from that third draft class are gone. That leaves only Bakhtiari. It's a bad, ends up being a bad draft class for the Packers. Well, 2014 is a whole other ball of wax. You've got Clinton Dix. you got Devontae Adams. Um, Richard Rodgers. Corey Lindsley. Um, Clinton Dix, they, they can do the fifth-year option on him. So he's not a, a giant deal for Green Bay. But at some point, you're going to have to sign Clinton Dix. And Corey Lindsley is, is, a, is a key player here, obviously. And Devontae Adams as well. I mean, look, the Vikings signed Adam Thielen yesterday. They're a restricted free agent receiver. They signed Adam Thielen, a good player. Three years, $27 million. Three years, $27 million for Adam Thielen. What's Devontae Adams going to get? I mean, Nelson, is at, Nelson and Cobb average 12. If Thielen's getting 9, well, I mean, what's Adams going to be? So, I, I mean, you're looking at Adams getting, what, 10 or $11 million a year, and you're looking at Corey Lindsley. If, if J.C. Treader's worth, what will Treader get? I think Treader got $5.8 million per year for Treader. If Treader's worth $5.8 million, what is Corey Lindsley worth? So I think, you know, I was thinking um, yesterday, two days ago that, Packers have a lot of cap space left. I, I, I see a move coming here. You know, the comp pick deal is, is sorted out where, like I mentioned, you can only get four. They're, 
They've collected six, so you might as well go sign a player to it. And, may, and maybe they will some really low budget guys, but I think I think it's all about saving that salary cap space. For and you got Clinton Dix is going to get a boatload of money at some point. Adams and Lindsay, some big money big money contracts coming up for the Packers, and that is why Green Bay is so far under the salary cap. And that will do it for this episode of Locked On Packers. Thank you, as always, for listening. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.